Welcome to another episode of That's a Wrap Podcast, our first playoff edition for the 2019-2020 season. Yes, sir. It doesn't seem to want to end. It is Monday, August the 17th, and your Toronto Raptors have won a game one. Congratulations, (laughs) gentlemen. We we made it. We did. My God. I mean, what is it? The only, the second one in franchise history we've ever won a game one? A franchise of 25 years and we're still, we still got ba- uh, baby steps we're, we're going with here. Yeah, I know, exactly. But like, so, at the same time, we almost didn't win that game one. Like, the, the ghosts of NBA's past were certainly with us in that, in that third quarter. Like, what the hell? I mean, that's a 30 true. point lead that's cut true. down to like eight. I think we can, we'll talk about that for sure. But, but Jay, yes. I mean, damn, man, it's, it's nice to be back. And Dre, it's nice to be back for all of us to finally talk about playoff basketball. And yes, the season, uh, you know, obviously the hiatus and obviously still, still uh, not 100% uh, throughout, you know, this whole pandemic. But that doesn't mean that the NBA is failing on us. We have playoff basketball. And after such an amazing game when it came, when it comes to the Utah Jazz and Denver Nuggets, that was an amazing game with uh, Donovan Mitchell Donovan and, Mitchell. Yeah, and uh, Jamal Murray. And then it kind of went to the this snoozer in the first two quarters of the of the Raptors and Nets game one. Uh, snoozer on our end because we were kicking ass for the first two quarters. Uh, Jay, do you have any like outstanding I don't know numbers that you can throw at us? There's a ton. There's a ton, and I think the one that'll jump out for everybody is the performance of Fred Van Vliet. Pay the man. Uh, pay the man right now. Pay the man. You know, uh, playoff career high thirty points. I loved it when he. He hit uh, points number 22 and, and the broadcast. They said that ties a playoff career high. The only other time was game six of the NBA finals. <laughs> I love, I could hear that stat over and over again. I loved it. Obviously he ended up with 30 and a career high eight three pointers. That is outstanding. Man, that's uh, crazy. Any, any comments on Fred Van Vliet? I mean, I, I know that we're, we're going to talk a lot more about him, but geez, don't forget like, it's 11 assists. And that gets lost in this, right? And, th- yeah. and this is the the second part of the numbers that I was going to throw at you guys is that, yes, the, the focus will be on Fred Van Vliet's performance, his A3s. And yes, th- it's outstanding, his shooting prowess. But you're right. There are things that are going to get hidden behind this. And one of them is, in fact, Fred Van Vliet's 11 assists. The other part is his counterpart, Kyle Lowry, who had an amazing game. I think he led everyone in plus minus, but he shot 3 of 14. No one is going to notice that because the Raptors won. If the Raptors had lost this game, the, the you know you alluded to this, Jason, about you know the, the the playoff demons of past coming and resurfacing. That would have definitely happened again with Lowry, despite the fact that he had six rebounds and six assists and was taking I think three charges in this game alone. <laughs> what gets lost in this is he was three for fourteen from the field, so mildly concerning. But at the same time, he is still extremely impactful for this team. Yeah, seriously. There's so many things because I was the one who was manning the uh, the Raptors Twitter today, and I think it was the funniest thing of when whenever Fevn Vliet was going off, and there were many times when he was like on fire with the threes or with those assists. But each time something was happening with Fevn Vliet, it was like, did he have another child that he that we didn't know? <laughs> like every every single time, it's like it's fun, it's funny, but like it's just Fevn Vliet. It's who he, he's he's betting on himself, and he no longer is. That that like little guy coming off the bench uh, uh just learning from Larry I think he's his own 
he's his own point guard now and and he knows that and whenever i don't know about you guys and i was going to tweet this out too but pre fred van vliet toronto raptors i felt like a 15 or 16 point lead wasn't good enough it was still like kind of anxious now whenever fred van vliet is on the floor and especially with kyle live because when you have that two point guard setup right there but when fred van vliet is on the floor eight point lead six point lead or even like an eight point or six point deficit if Evan leads on the floor i almost think that we have a good chance so like i said before we went to the segment pay the damn man first pay masai ujiri but pay fred van vliet man, for the love of god yeah and i want to i want to uh allow you guys uh, the floor here to, to speak on you know some positives and negatives i, just, I only got one other number i want to throw at you. again there's so All many right. positive numbers out of this and here's another one that i again i think will not get talked about tomorrow or even later today is that the Raptors only had um actually I stand corrected I had a different I had a number in mind but uh, the the NBA stats page corrected and I don't think that it's relevant anymore but I'll mention it anyways the Raptors okay. had 19 fast break points now that's okay I, I it's not it's it's not outstanding in what to the up to their standards mm-hmm. compared to what they've been able to manage during the season, as well as against a team like the Nets, who aren't really known to be a, a defensive uh, you know juggernaut by any means. But nineteen fast break points not being a lot. The reason I bring that up is because there was an expectation that when the playoffs hit, the Raptors will their their transition offense, which is number one in the NBA, will get slowed down. It won't get a whole lot, and nineteen is not a whole lot. But here's the thing. The Raptors still pulled up 134 points despite <laughs> yep. not having that transition offense to lean on. So that is a very promising sign that the half-court offense can put together some buckets. Uh, and on a similar note, like um, we were outscored with points in the paint. And that was kind of the ticket for the Nets to get back into this thing was uh, they outscored us by 20, 48 to 28. But having said that, our three-point game was pretty crazy. Fire. 22 out of 44 shots. That's 50% from three with that amount. Like that's Absolute pretty fire. crazy. So there are things to clean up, but in other ways, oof, we're killing it. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but you got tw- not literally 97% from free from the from the line. 32 out of 33 compared to the yes. Brooklyn Nets 11 out of 16. So we were aggressive from on the floor. We hit our threes. We hit our shots, 47%. And we hit our three free throws, 32 out of 33. So, you know, usually we go in with these like positives and negatives. And there's so many positives that like it's, it's, it's the, when we were up by 33, it was like, it was glaring the fact that, you know, the Nets came back. But I mean, these are playoff. This is playoff basketball. And like, it's a little, the format's a little weird. We're playing uh, a maddening game almost. And it's just strange. It feels like a a February game, but this is game one of the NBA playoffs. So yes, you're going to have stretches where we're going to put a pedal up. What is that saying? (laughs) A foot off the gas. Take our foot off the gas. There you go. Thank you. I had my, I had my, uh, tongue-tied this again this is the nba playoffs this is going to happen but if we're going to go into the positives we already talked about fred van Vliet, pay the man lowry with three charges setting the tone in the first half and serge Ibaka was amazing off the bench eight for 14 uh two three-pointers uh plus 17 22 points like he was he was incredible and 
as much as I like Jared Allen, uh, well, mainly because of his throw, but I do like Jared Allen. There's nobody on the Nets that can bang pound for pound with uh, Gasol and Ibaka. And so uh, Gasol only played 21 points, but because he's not as mobile as Ibaka. So uh, Ibaka went 26 uh, minutes in there, and it, it was it was a good game uh, for Ibaka because he was rested for the I guess the remainder of the season, like there, he only, I think he like sat for the, for game six, seven and eight of the restart of the NBA season. And now you just see him. He's so refreshed. He's ready to go. He wants those shots. He's, he's driving to the lanes. He's getting those offensive rebounds and he looks really, really good. I'm really happy that Ibaka is going to, uh, you know, game one, um, into these playoffs. And I hope he has a really big series. I, I know that there are plenty more, uh, positives, but you know, there are some glaring issues, especially in that third quarter. Dre, did you see anything in that third quarter that was like, we have to clean up? I feel like it wasn't so much what we were doing as opposed to what we weren't doing. Uh, basically, we were trying to hit the same shots that were hitting for us. Like, Van Fleet had some really deep threes early on, and it seemed like uh, Lowry and Van Fleet were trying to get the game time going again. And if they weren't hitting, they weren't hitting. Siakam, who had a double-double in, I think it was like the first quarter, um, ended up kind of losing his offensive flow in a bit of the second half, but was still trying to hit those hook shots. Um, Basically, all it was was the Nets were not giving up, which kudos to them and the fact that they tried to pull this one through. And yeah, we got a little lackadaisical, but aside from that, we put our foot back on the gas to keep that better for going. <laughs> and we ended up beating them by almost 25 again. So yeah. really all it was, was not necessarily us doing the wrong thing, but we're Raptors fans. We're used to having heart attacks. Just don't do that to us too much, too much more often. If there's anything that they could clean up, you're the Raptors. You're a grit and grind team. Yes. The, the three ball game today was amazing, but if you need to get more on the paint, Get more in the paint. Drive in there. Get crazy. You've got a buck. You've got Casal. You've got Siakam, who's lean, mean running machine. You've got Lowry, who can take charges for days. Get in the paint. There's nothing wrong with that. But aside from that, there's really not much negativity coming here, despite the fact that we had a huge collapse. That wasn't really anything bad. That was just the way I see it. This was like a race. The Raptors were lapping the Nets, and then they stopped for the Nets to catch up. And then they lapped in three times before they finished the race. It's basically it. it. It's almost sadistic of anything. I feel like the Nets kind of just made shots at the end of the day. Like they weren't making anything in, yes. in the first two quarters. And, then, and, you know, in the third quarter, they got 35 and outscored the Raptors by 13. Like it was just about uh, like Levert making shots. Luau Kamaru had a great game with 26 points. Joe Harris, of course, he's going to catch five with three. Uh, well, only three of five, but he was eight for 14 with 19 points. So like it was just about the Nets making shots. And as long as we uh, know how to adjust we were from the from the get-go we were uh, making sure that Levert we were going to be double teamed and then passing it to Allen who couldn't really do anything else but to you know only bank a shot at the, at the half point mark but yeah again I think mm-hmm. it's just the Nets the Nets making shots I don't know it, it, there's obviously like you said there's really not much uh, to say when it comes to the negativity I think if you could have uh, scripted out how a game one would be ideally for Raptors fans this is as close to perfect as you could have asked for, and I and I yeah. get the the apprehension behind what we saw there in the third quarter. But but think about the flow of this game, right? The Raptors came out guns a blazing. 
they were perfect on both ends of the floor and they could have been up 40 to 20, almost 40 to 20 by the end of the first quarter. So you want to see a, that they came out, you know, focused and proving that they are not only just the defending champions, but like that they are more than capable of out, um, out talenting this team uh, on both ends of the floor. And then in that third quarter, this is the, the counter punch that you, you kind of, were expecting, right? Whether it came in this game or whether it came in the second or third game, there was going to be a time when the Nets shots started falling. Right. And then finally, kind of like as a as a conclusion, it was how are the Raptors going to counter their counter? And we saw that in the beginning of the fourth quarter. Terrence Davis came into the game and injected some life uh into the into the that unit, provided some good minutes, and then kind of righted the ship a little bit there of course you know we keep mentioning fred van vliet's uh outstanding shooting that definitely helped as well as ibaka's but you know we we kind of took everything in stride there right if, if the game had gone any other way for example if if the net starts uh shots started falling off the bat then you start to wonder about like are, are the raptors really ready but no it, it kind of went perfectly according to whether or not it's by plan but like in terms of how the raptors were able to come out with a good game plan counter and uh, answer any of the counter punches that that the nets were having and and i guess on that note about the nets shooting i think that the third quarter was uh, showed us what it would take for the nets to defeat the raptors it is that kind of shooting over a longer stretch right, right. not just right. one quarter that is the one quarter that has raptors you know hesitant fans i'm not talking about raptors themselves raptors fans hesitant to say that quarter. this will be a sweep, right? Yeah, exactly. They're able to do this over two or three quarters. Then there's your win. That's how they defeat the Raptors, right? So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I was pleasantly surprised with how the Raptors answered that, and, and it's something that we expect, right? So, mm-hmm. very good heading into game two. Yeah, I think there's only like a couple of takeaways. Uh, the Nets aren't a joke. They're really understaffed and. Uh, Considering all things, they still played a hell of a game, and they have a lot of heart and a lot and some great coaching to boot. So, Nets fans, this is a rough time right now, but next year you're going to shine. As for Raptors fans, it almost feels like we haven't even played all of our pieces or tried as hard as we could. And if that's what this is, I'm excited because that means we are really, really good, and I can't wait to see what's next. Yeah, game two is happening Wednesday the 19th, and that's going to be also a 1.30 game. Before we let you guys go, uh, and so you can watch those highlights, shout out to the Raptors PR. Like, I know that the Suns already did this uh, for yes, their players. Yes, I'm so glad you're bringing this up. Yeah, but it was so cool to see the the families, uh, the, the Raptors PR shouting yes. out, or I guess contacting the family so they can uh introduce the raptors starting lineup with marcus all's family with uh fred van vliet's family kyle lowry's og and uh siakam and it was it was a lot of fun it was so it was so cool to see and then when you when you watch back and you look back at the highlights and you see the elated faces on all of the all the players not just the people that were uh, shouted out as a starter all the players they were so happy and i think that alone gave them a boost of just an extra kick to their morale because they've been away from their families for a very long time and for us fans we hope that the raptors are there for another you know month or two so let's uh, i'm glad that the raptors pr did that for them but before we uh take off jay dre any other uh any other thoughts 
Go Raptors. Keep Go. it up in, in, in the second game. Um, I, I don't even think there's any any much adjustments that they can make. So yeah, like to Dre's point, keep it up. <laughs> there you go, guys. All right. So check us out at That's a Rap Pod on Twitter. And until Wednesday, 1.30 p.m. Eastern time, that's a wrap. <laughs>